Hello and welcome. This is Background Screening Tips and Tech with me, Tim Santoni. Today we're talking a little bit about a court decision that came down in Riverside County that's going to really complicate things when it comes to background screening. And in short, what the court decision decided was is that a date of birth or driver's license number should not be or cannot be used as part of an index in searching for criminal records. Um, this case is up on appeal, but in the meantime, there have been some complicating factors that have already um, been adopted or, or changes that have been made by certain courts um, that are going to really complicate the background screening process. Um, so in the meantime, the counties impacted are Los Angeles County, Tulare County, Fresno, Kern, and Yuba counties. Um, so why is this decision so impactful? Well, if you look at Los Angeles County, it's one of the most populous counties in the U.S. with over 10 million inhabitants. So that means that the amount of searches being conducted there is probably higher um, than any other county in the, the whole United States um, when it comes to pre-employment background screening. The key points to take into compact that will impact um, uh, background screening is that in order to verify records in these counties, in the past, the public indexes and the researchers were able to search by full name and full date of birth. So full first, middle, last, or first and last, and then their month, day, and year of birth. As it is right now, LA has already gone to removing the day. So you have month and year only. And so, you know, in California, employers have the uh, reportability rules that all convictions going back seven years are reportable. Under the FCRA, reasonable diligence to verify records is a pretty uh, common practice, although it's a little bit of a gray area. That being said, most background screening companies are looking for multiple identifiers in order to verify the identity of an individual tied to a record. As an example, you have a full name with the middle initial and a full date of birth, month, day, and year. That is sufficient in most situations. So the question now becomes, if you have a full name and a partial date of birth, month and year, is this enough to rule a record in or out? In my opinion, that is not reasonable diligence. And that really is just because the fact that when you have common names like a Mike Smith or Susan Cox or Juan Soto, you could have multiple people with the same name that were born in the same month and year. Um, so that is negatively impacting our ability as background screeners to actually verify records that are found. The searches will also potentially cost more and take longer. A typical access fee in Los Angeles County right now is right around $5, depending on volume. Under the new system, a search by name and partial date of birth, and to clarify, you can only search by month and year of birth, could cost up to $15. If there's a hit found on the initial search based on those partial uh, identifiers, an additional search could be run with a court fee of up to another $15. So if there's a hit on a partial name and date of birth, then likely a full extraction will be required for diligent screeners, costing more money and taking even longer. There are a few, sol few solutions. So in the past, relying on the public-facing website was an option. This is no longer a viable option. You must work with the skilled researcher and partner, whether that's someone who's a public research specialist or a screening partner like an SJV, Convergence, Affirm, variety of other ones out there that can do court level research. And those people are more up to speed and more skilled at doing the research. Requesting a full extraction of case files will likely be necessary. So you need to have those people in the court because they're going to then pull these files that potentially have a full date of birth, a driver's license number, an address, or other identifiers to help you verify the identity of the person that the record found pertains to or not. Um, Takeaways on this really are that the court decision was really focused, I think, on privacy concerns and the duties of a court to protect the privacy and what can and should can be shared and what cannot be shared. What the courts don't realize is the information obtained from these uh, searches is not always used to commit fraud or identity theft or to, you know, perpetrate a crime. The privatization of these public records or the ability to search for the public records 
is going to impact businesses in many ways. And what the crazy thing is, is that these businesses that are impacted are often those that have uh, contracts with state and federal governments. And those types of contracts require typically the most diligent screening efforts and the ability for these particular employers to conduct a thorough, comprehensive, and verified background check is going to become more and more difficult, cost more and more money, and take even more time. The question becomes, will employers stop screening employees because of these changes? Probably not. Will they cut corners? Potentially. Uh, and the takeaway here is, is that really, if you think about it in this time where we have tremendous amount of job opportunities that are open and available, and people are really pressed to get talent, waiting a week or two to verify a record that can normally be done in a couple of days is not something they're willing to do. This is going to negatively impact the screening industry, employers' bottom lines, and in, in all, it's going to be a situation where the goal of the background screening is to make sure that the person is the right fit for the job and to meet risk and compliance requirements. And these changes are going to impact that. Now, again, going back to the beginning, this case is under appeal and there's a chance that these changes will not up be upheld. However, at this time, there are already counties that are adopting this and we anticipate that other counties will also be adopting similar procedures. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning into Background Screening Tips and Tech. And if you have any questions, please let us know. We'll link up articles and legal resources in the show notes below. Thank you.